because then because then the, the argument comes up then that okay why do people preach that masturbation is wrong sorry if if, if why do people okay people preach that masturbation is altogether wrong but then some of us are then suggesting that masturbation is actually allowed but in the marital context that's where the big issue because there are some christians who are like yeah you can masturbate you can masturbate it's all right some people even some christians even believe that you can masturbate um as a single person that one is on their own head but (laughs) if we're for those who then for where this argument gets techie is that because many people preach against masturbation altogether Mm. what you're now saying is that so okay masturbation isn't actually wrong when we're single but it's allowed when we're married and that's where i'm like that's where i want to be theologically sound as it pertains to it because i don't want to say masturbation is wrong altogether but then allow you know married couples to give an excuse or give their reason the reality here is that you're watching your wife so it would be no different if your wife was performing the exact same act on you but she was just actually there with you yeah but then you're performing it on yourself that's the key difference yeah surely masturbation can be seen as a sexual act if it's if they're together for example a man can see his wife masturbating and it turned him on so that's true. Some people might do that in in their, perfect- in their ma- yeah in their married bed yeah yeah. Oh, is that, is that wrong? I'm sure that I'm sure there are couples that do that, and I'm not okay. I'm, once once again, I'm just trying to see. I'm just trying to use the justification. <laughs> I know. I'm just. I, I, I I'm trying to see the justifications. Okay, you're in front of your wife. Your wife is pleasuring herself, and it's pleasuring you, bruh. Once again, it goes back to the point of: Are we then saying that uh, that that means those that have been preaching against uh, masturbation? Wait, hold up. What's going on? Because if a couple are a couple are both in bed together, and one or both of them are pleasuring themselves in front of each other, then what's going on? That then is it acceptable or to is it wrong altogether, or is it only wrong in a particular context? Just like sex is good but in the context of marriage is masturbation good but only in the context of marriage and that's where i'm like i'm inclined to say it's like sex is good but only in the context of marriage i think i am inclined to say that that's that is the way to go but i mean but i think my only issue comes in the sense that you are pleasure you are pleasuring yourself and it also like masturbation is not like there are people yes people can say self-control Yes, but then there are people who are just who would then like go the 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 whole way and like take it too far. And just like porn is addictive, masturbation is absolutely addictive. Sorry, I didn't hear what you were saying. No, Ark, you said it can take it too far. One, yeah. I wanted to ask what is too far, and two, if if a man is being pleasured. I'm, yeah, I'm going to say man because, I mean, or correct me if I'm wrong, I don't know if it's the same way for a woman, but if a man is being pleasured by his wife playing with herself, mm-hmm. can 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 you can we call that an addiction? Like, can you be addicted to your wife? No. <laughs> is that even a terminology? Not necessarily because it's, it's not you that's doing it, but you're watching your wife do that. And go to, to uh, yeah, I'll answer it's that way. too many technicalities, it, man. That's why I'm yeah. like, you can't give it, it's not a hard and fast rule, there's too many technicalities. Yeah, it's the because like Iman said, there are some people 
well, it's not even an E-man thing, but like we know, there are some people that will be like, yeah, this is this is cool, why not? And then there are some people that are going to be like, no, it's uh, wrong. So yeah. it's a good discussion to have. Yeah. And to, to go back to the first bit, the thing with masturbation, how people can take it far is it goes back to the porn thing. So when masturbation becomes your safe place, even as a married person, even though you're having sex with your spouse, it can you can find yourself in a place where masturbation now becomes your safe space, where you are now pleasured more by your masturbation than you are than sleeping with your spouse and that happens a lot porn is not the only issue that uh, that marital couples uh married couples have yeah like no, masturbation is a big one there are couples that can only feel satisfied once they have finished masturbating so once that's what i'm saying it opens a can of worms and this is why i can understand why people in in marital sex life there's there's so many different things that. Yeah, like the the sex space, the sex space is a very, um, is a very deep one, and because, um, because as it pertains to scriptures, like it doesn't go, oh, you know, th there's only one position that because I've heard people Which is say stuff like there's only one right position, uh, a man yeah. on top of his yeah. wife, and any other position is of the devil. All, Who did it? All other sex positions are of the devil and stuff. People come up with stuff like that, and then other notions of, you know, um, I, like like I said, um, I, I, I've been on a panel for um, the event um, Sex Files, and I use an example where um, is that an event where a youth pastor said, um, uh, as a Christian. Uh, youth even if you're not married you can as long as you have sex with a condom before god it's not like really? having sex. Um, because you're not doing it's not the real it's not like body to body you're using something to cover it so uh. so there are so many like there's and this is why i this is why i want to be careful because i have to be careful about what i what i am saying i approve i think christians on a general level we have to be careful but me as a leader within the body of christ i have to be careful with what i uh, say is uh say is biblically correct and that which is not biblically correct because and that's why with sex i i i'm not just quick to jump out and say anything i try and, and get biblical backing before and get context to certain things before i open my mouth because sex can be very much a kind of worms a, one, a Christian couple can turn around and, and say to you, oh, anal is fine, there's nothing wrong with it. But then you have a majority of preachers who are saying it is very wrong. So the couple that are the Christian couple that are having anal sex, are they going to hell or is that anti-scripture? It's the same with anal sex though. There's loads of people that say that, well, maybe not as many as that talk about anal May There are yeah. people that say that oral sex is wrong. Well, compared to anal sex, there's more demonization of the... There is definitely. Yeah. It raises a question though, isn't it? Personally, personally, I don't rock with anal sex. I've never have never really been about that life. But if somebody's got that opinion, what scripture is there to tell them that they can't do anal sex? It's uh, well, it, that's what, it's, it's, it's it's kind of like with the, I get your question, but it's kind of like saying to a degree. Hear me out. It, it's kind of like saying, well, I don't see I don't see the Bible talk about smoking in the Bible. So what? And but the scripture that people will bring up is, do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? The Bible is very clear about sexual immorality. Very clear. There are enough scriptures that one can just flog out and talk about sexual immorality. One now has to look into the context of what sexual immorality encompasses. So if in the day or 
if Paul or the other apostles that may be writing about what is primarily Paul in the New Testament anyway, that speaks a lot about sexual immorality. When we look to sexual immorality, we see that in the times of scripture, it was not just like, it, it, it's more, in my opinion, some of what the apostles were writing about, about in context to things like sex was more nasty than what we see today. Like they, they were more into it, like, bro, like uh, one Don could finish sleeping in, in the temple one Don could sleep with his wife and then go on to another uh, woman in front of his wife as an act of worship and they'll be having sex and they'll be doing all manners of stuff in temples. I feel like there's a lot of nasty things. There was like child sex that was offered as worship to gods as well and so many other nasty, vile things. I think, is. I think it's definitely looking into how we define sexual immorality and obviously what immorality actually is because the Bible doesn't mention specific things um verbatim so we we definitely do need to look into you know what sexual immorality is because obviously there are several activities within sex that it, it kind of does raises a discussion some people or mo a lot of people are on the fence some people are unsure whether it's right some people are unsure whether it's wrong obviously anal is one of them things like spitting in each other's mouth choking them there's several different things yeah, you know i mean snm all of that kind yeah, of stuff. B bdsm whatever that thing's called um, uh, for me <laughs> for me like <laughs> anyway that I'm, I'm more speaking opinion but choking someone you know eating someone's uh you know uh fecal matters or, the, or in simple english eating poo for, to turn somebody on is bruh i can't lie if, you, if I, I if you want to know the heart of god towards someone let's be honest god in in order for you to be sexually pleased or satisfied do you, I, I do not believe god would want you or God will be pleased watching you eat someone's poo to be turned on. That's just the honest truth. I think there's some things that we just, I think there's some things that we don't have, like someone being whipped around the head or being choked with a, bruh, do you think God is going, yeah, when I created sex, this was the best that sex had to offer, in my opinion. <laughs> that I, I just think, yeah, people take it too far. And that's the Sorry, thing about I'm sex. Sure. People do, you know, take it too far, but anyway, sure. <laughs> Let's yeah, roll it here. I'm in tears, bro. But for yeah. the sake of the podcast, I just have to put the push the mic away. Mm. What I'm saying is, yeah, obviously, but like when I was younger, I used to think, yeah, this is wrong, that's wrong, this is wrong, that's wrong. But now that I'm older, I begin to understand that some people obviously have their sexual fantasies. That's and what I was about to say, like this, mm -hmm. out here like, that are getting turned on by being choked. Hmm. Mm. Especially, especially when you look on Twitter and you see what these um, rough play citizens are tweeting about yeah. their sex fantasies exactly. and it it opens up one's mind to actually think hold on this is actually what people like do you know what i mean I and then it like these fantasies kind of stem from born and people seeing stuff and getting yeah, yeah because where does spitting in the mouth come from that one i still need to answer that, that bro that's porn that that one i can tell you that's porn that's definitely porn that's definitely porn because i don't think they do that in movies yeah, they, of, yeah, of course they don't do that in movies, but it's definitely a porn. It's definitely a yeah, porn. No, and it's obviously, like I said, there's there's no clarity as to say whether it's right or wrong. So it's no surprise that pastors will say you should only be the missionary, and that's it. What well, as the sex positions is right or wrong, yeah. or or, or porn is wrong? Only be the missionary, and that you shouldn't do doggy, you shouldn't do nothing else. No, it, you said um, uh, I lost your point, but you were saying something about. <laughs> understand why there are pastors that preach you should only do missionary oh, oh, do oh, oh, oh okay 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 yeah, yeah. Or why pastors preach you, you shouldn't do oral sex and that sort of stuff do you know what i mean yeah i can I, I can i really understand that because they're trying to keep a safe position 
I think for others, it's kind of like uh, but you the can't rest of our lives that law there where there's only where there's a permissible will, man. You can't like I get it, but you can't just say this is what you should only do. You can't read your own interpretation into it because you want to avoid people moving mad. Yeah, mm. I, yeah. There's there's always there's always um, the extremes, and one has to be careful that you know you don't become an extremist in your view. Um, but at the same time, one should encourage um, wisdom, and one should encourage. Um, um, you know, being led by the spirit. Like, if both of you are not in agreement about something, and if both of you are don't find um, enough to support what you are about to do in scripture, then both of you shouldn't really, you know, think about doing it. But if it's kind of like, well, we understand the scripture, we've you know, we studied on it, we've checked it out, we've prayed about it, and we're we're comfortable with it, then one can't argue against that, you know. But if you're saying, you know, we prayed about whether we we're going to watch porn or not, I'm sorry, I'm, that, that, that's, that one's a hard stop. Like, you know, when, when, when you're doing a driving test and you failed and the person has told you to pull up straight away, that one, porn, I, th- th- there's nothing to entertain. Porn is not godly. There's nothing about porn that is of God. You're watching people fornicate. It's not... Obviously, we know we're like with the porn thing, but then... Obviously, the conversation has evolved. Yeah. Other things like choking, spitting in mouth, anal, oral. Are you saying that Christian married married couples should pray about these things? When you when you under why I'm saying this is that that's I said there's certain things that you have to have a hard stop with. So I use the porn as an example, the spitting and the choking and stuff like that. Where do where did people learn or understand this from? And it's from porn as well. Once again, so we see a lot of the these. Um, representations of sex through what we've seen not many people can say oh i just had a dream i had a revelation of this sex move i said yeah babe <laughs> i had a dream i had this yeah, revelation and let, let's go into it no a lot of people are influenced by what they have seen or what they have heard bro we need to we need to be real though there are some positions here that yeah. people have learned from porn it doesn't mean they're wrong because they learn it from porn yeah but then if but the the problem is the problem is with this right okay you might learn you might have learned through a wrong way but that doesn't necessarily i don't think it justifies that it like it's kind of like okay um you're a young kid right and you walk in ends or something like that and you walked into your older's room and you saw your older you know having sex with his girlfriend or something and that's how you learned sex that does not mean okay that that's how you learn okay it doesn't sex is not wrong yes we know that but that's not the right way to learn it and that's in truth in truth that's not yes it is learning anyway i don't want to get into semantics but that's not the right way to learn it. That's not where to learn it from. In a healthy, godly, oh, biblical yeah, no. way. That's where do people go to learn it because... <laughs> I Say that again? Where, should, where do people go to learn these things? And where, if what it, positions and stuff like that? Yeah, because I think there's people who get into marriage inexperienced because they've never yeah. born, never fornicated, and mm-hmm. then suddenly you're thrown into this marriage where you're supposed to be having amazing, wild sex. And, <laughs> and not only that, not only that, but then you have certain Christians or pastors or whoever saying to you, 
don't do this, don't do that, don't do this because it's ungodly. And then we end up in a situation where a married couple is not, not enjoying their sex life because one of them is being told not to be too kinky. No, even because, exactly because they only do missionary every day. Like, yeah. I think there's, I do think that. Uh, it's kinky, uh, kinky only about position. Kinky is also about no, no, your, your swag when you're going. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't. I'm not on this spitting in the mouth thing, yeah. But some people yeah. listening might think, yeah, spitting in the mouth is kinky, so they want to do it. But there's no, there's no clarity, no biblical clarity that suggests whether it's right or wrong. Well, do you know what I mean? Spitting in someone's mouth is, is a techie one. Do you, do you know why? Because when you're kissing, you're exchanging some That's what I was <laughs> But this no, is... The, listen, bro. guys, this is not... This is not... Um, this is not XXX night um, for, <laughs> for Real Talk, Real Walk. This is not... Uh, we're not... I listen. I, I wouldn't want people to go and go. Yeah, let we're picking ideas from here. What I'm trying to say is that I'll address I'll address your question from before about you know uh, how. Let me quickly, quickly tag to that point you just made. Quickly, okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Sorry. I do agree yeah, that certain things we probably shouldn't be saying. But on the flip side, if we don't have this conversation, bro, yeah. who's going to have? I, I get it, but we, I, I feel like for us... I can respect, I can respect um, Ayo's ministry, the 412 men, because mm. they will talk on sex. Yeah. I was even saying to my wife the other day, if not for 412 men and Real Talk Rules that we have certain conversations, who's having these conversations? I think a conversation on to the extent that we're having it, where we're going into detail on certain positions and, and choking and things like that, I've never heard, I personally haven't seen this conversation. That's why I'm asking you, you're saying don't do this, don't do this. Where do you recommend that Christians who are having dead sex should go? Yeah. So as it as it pertains to that, I think I've said this on like previous episodes. So there, I I feel like with what we're doing here, we are we are more like conversation starters, and that's part of like what you know the mantra of this this podcast is about. So it might not be everywhere, but what we're trying to do, obviously, what we try and do here with Real Talk Real Walk is kind of get the conversation started. I do know that there are, you know, pastors, church leaders, leaders, you know, within the body of Christ, not even just like church leaders, but who are leaders within their church, maybe for marriage, for sexual health and stuff like that, that do have conversations like this. It may not be the mainstream, widely accepted norm, but I do know that there are a lot of churches who do have conversations and do have like um, counseling sessions and do have not necessarily conferences, but teaching sessions where they help teach married couples and stuff like that. But also there are Christian sex counselors as well who do, you know, sessions with, with couples on stuff like sex and they can, they will talk to the wives, they will talk to the husbands and, you know, show you well teach you how to you know spice up your your married life there are stuff there are stuff out there even um there's one amazing one like if you're a married couple there's um there's a married course marriage course by um the church htb holy trinity brompton and there's um there's a section like they do i can't remember is it eight different modules um you can do it as i don't know if you've done it already but if if not it's for free yeah they're doing it for free during lockdown yeah yeah, for lockdown so if you haven't done it it will be great like it's amazing to do with hubby same with you gabs like it's great to do with wifey as well like any married couple especially now bruh it is free you can do it there's a whole segment on sex and they touch on stuff like that's that and and these are not the only guys that are doing it there are other people so i just i feel like is it um what is it uh, hey, if you just type in hate in Google, HGB marriage course or something like that, 
um, it will be one of the first things to come up. HCB marriage course or holy uh, yeah, but then it will give you like the links to all the different um, all the different sessions, and then it's proper good. Like there's one of finances, conflict resolution. Uh, yeah, it's proper sick. The guys are proper sick. They they go in depth, and it's really good. They they get couples from around the world to discuss like the realities. It's proper dope. It's proper dope, guys. I recommend this. This is proper sick. If you also they do a pre marriage one as well, and the pre marriage one, the pre marital one is also free as well. So if you're engaged or you're close to getting engaged or close to marriage, guys, do that thing. It's free. Especially if your church don't really have the helpful resources and stuff like that. These guys are actually dope. They are not, they're a white couple, but they're, they're not, so they're not coming with the African, African stuff. They're, they're real, they're raw, and I love it. It's very good. But as, so as it pertains to the, to the sex things, sex thing stuff, there are outlets where one, especially if you, you might find like your leaders or your church don't have a, um, a great, outlet to support you on that in that way then you can but also you can read stuff as well the internet is there you just have to weigh up there are there there are a lot of christian experts out there or sex experts or relationship experts that do give sound biblical advice and it's not just oh missionary is the one way and it's the only way no they will give you bible and then they'll give you the real so it's what we need is more people who are ready to balance the bible because for example like I, I don't necessarily feel like even though it's easy to like um to get onto you know pastors and whatever like if you open the songs of solomon and you see how erotic you know that book of the bible bruv it's mad like it's very mm, like bruv, yeah, talking about mad. sucking breasts oh god forgive me sorry guys <laughs> <laughs> so well it's in the bible okay? what he's talking about that's the thing yeah it's in the bible okay i said that proper with vim and energy sorry no i'm actually laughing anyway if you're right, sorry guys hit me up i've got i've got a podcast where you just dm me yeah okay don't dm me for single and i'll send you Send me the podcast. Send me. I'll send now. it to you, Gabs. I will send you the worst podcast that I listen to, and she really be answering those questions. So the worst It's a wife. It's, it's it's um. She speaks to women, obviously, but the whole podcast is around like taking away the, from the shame of having sex. And for women, if you're struggling, she's a Christian. She's a Christian yeah, everything is from a, as a from a completely biblical point of Yeah, that's the kind of stuff that I like. So yeah. guys, there, are st- there, are, there is content out there. There is stuff out there. I, uh, but I just, I'm trying to get people to understand that, look, if your church is not providing it, there's still stuff out there that there's is sound. DM me. You ladies, I've got you. Ah, ah see, ladies, you've got the plug. I think it comes down to who's in your circle, to be honest, and who you've got around you. Because mm. um, there, there are obviously, you know, books out there. There are people with knowledge, people who have experienced those that are married, of course. So even if there's not people within your church, within the body of Christ, you will definitely find the answers that you're looking for. So mm-hmm. I think it's just about stepping out and 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 reaching out for the answers. And I think just having the conversations. But like I was kind of alluding to earlier, a lot of Christians probably don't really have these kind of conversations, and we've been saying that people. Mm-hmm. They, they shy away from such conversations. I don't know if it's because of lack of experience, but I personally think it's because there's obviously a taboo. You know, you can't talk about church, about sex, sorry, in the way that we do. Mm-hmm. So I think that probably makes people uncomfortable to 
to reach out to people for these sort of conversations. And then you end up people just going to pre-threads online on Twitter and it sends people the wrong way. So I think we definitely, as a culture and as a body, we definitely do need to get confident and comfortable in asking people asking people about sex and this sort of stuff and mm-hmm. having these conversations so your 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 view is not warped. Yeah. Um, because if, if the church don't teach it, then we're going to go into the world and get the knowledge. And that knowledge yeah. is nine out of ten times going to be wrong. So... It's, it's definitely important that we obviously do have these conversations. Or just feed into ideas that are quite carnal. And like, you know, as the Bible says in Galatians, that we should be led by the Spirit. And so for me, it's just, there just needs to be an awareness that as a couple, like, it's easy, especially like, you know, the Bible talks about all that's in the world is the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes and the pride of life. And it's not of the Father, but it's of the world. And so it's not that, it's not, sex is intrinsically not wrong it's people's modifications it's people's additions and subtractions but at the same time sex is not legalistic the it's just that there are things that glorify god in the way we do things and there's 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 things that do not glorify god and so if i'm going to take stuff that i've watched you know from porn that have fed that fed a mentality that i had prior to me being saved how does it make it right now that I'm I'm married? That's what I'm trying to say. Do you get what I'm saying? So if it was wrong when if it was if if um if certain things were wrong, like if certain actions and uh themes were wrong when I was not saved, um some of them are still like especially as it like oh, let me give an example before people say I'm vague. Sex is not the problem, right? So the penetration is not the issue, right? Okay, that's cool. But then, like I said, in the porn world, the themes and stuff like that, if I'm now going into my bedroom, I'm going, I'm the headmaster and my wife is one of the students and I'm going to give her strokes and whatever and do a madness. Bruv, that is perverting God's idea of sex. You are not your wife's headmaster. Okay, and you're... Let me jump in there quick. Okay, yeah. go for it, go for it. This is hilarious, by the way. However, play. What is wrong with playing roles? I don't play roles. I, I'm not. I'm not on that level yet. But what is think, what is ultimately? We say. I don't think. I don't think it's it's the role play that Iman is specifically has a problem with. I think it's that particular type of role play that you're doing. Because yeah. of the audience. A man up in a police suit or something. What, yeah, what? because for example, if my husband starts telling me to bark like a dog, I will have you got to fall down and die right now. No problem with that because I'm not an animal. <laughs> and it also <laughs> because, you know, yeah, because that doesn't turn you on. Why should a human being be barking <laughs> like a dog to, to turn their spouse on? Are you telling me that's normal? Not for the sake of sex, bro. Let's not... I'm not bro, saying you. I'm not saying you. I'm just addressing your question. For someone... I'm trying to understand the people who are obviously living that sort of life. Like yeah. I was saying, like a like barking, bro. Yeah, come on. Your wife is not an animal. Your husband is not an animal. Why are they barking to turn you on? That's not... control that they like within the bedroom. No, I think... I don't think it's... Did you say control? Um, bro, it's like saying, bro. It's like saying, yeah. Why, why, why do women like being choked, bro? It's a similar thing. But it's, no, it's but, and that's why I'm saying, that's why I'm not quick to, I'm not quick to justify, oh, you're uh, choking up. Bruv, I'm, I ain't trying to choke anybody. I'm not trying to choke anybody. 
And at the same time, I'm not trying to encourage my wife to bark like a dog. Yes, I get it doesn't turn me on, but let's let's also let's also rationalize things here. Uh, you you being turned on by you by the person you love barking like a dog, Omar, just from a logical perspective. Let's, let's just reason together. Do you get what I'm saying? I do. I reason with you, but I completely agree. The barking thing, I'm not so sure. Man dressing up in a police suit and all that sort of role play, like I said, I'm not even there yet. However, I'm just trying to understand from the people that obviously live this lifestyle. No, I know that there's Christians that, that do role play. I've, like that podcast that I was telling you about, she'd be talking about role Like there's Christians that actually do it. And I think that if the... It must be American, isn't it? I've not. I've, I've sat in um, uh, UK uh, sessions that are talking about sex and they be doing, I'm telling you, there's some Christian couples that are enjoying life when it comes to role play. But mm-hmm. um, for me personally, I would say that somebody should draw the line where the scenario starts to become problematic if it was actually real life. Yeah. Like, yeah. That, and that's that's what I'm trying to say. Um, and this is like, I know I've been sounding like a repetitive whatever, but the reason why a lot of, uh, the reason why the primary reason why pornography is themed, especially towards men, is to push the negative agendas in regards to sex that is affecting us to this very day. It's not only us that's affected, though, bro, because women watch porn as well. Yeah, yeah. women I watch porn. Mean, women enjoy porn, bro. Yes, women enjoy. Women can enjoy porn, but this is a known fact. Like CEOs of the biggest porn corps will come out and tell you this, bro. I, this is something that I've studied. This is something that I've looked at. You've got. No, I'm not, I'm not disputing that. I'm not disputing that at all. Oh, you, oh. Can't, you can't negate the fact that women. No, I'm enjoy. not. I'm not. I'm not disputing that. But I'm not saying it's it's about women's enjoyment. I'm saying that porn is primarily targeted towards men. Not that women can't find some sort of sexual pleasure from it, but porn is primarily targeted towards men. That's why you're now getting more feminist um um pornography styles. That's a very recent one that's been going on for the past few years, and that's something that is they're trying to push out but it's not as lucrative it's not as like um i I watched um i watched something and i read something maybe last year about how you know uh um how yeah these feminist groups are trying to rise and try and get like clout for like more feminine driven uh, feminist driven pornography and it's not lucrative yet people are not trying to buy into it people are trying to buy into the age-old um, um narratives that have been pushed by it so even when even when people say, oh, you know, toxic masculinity and whatever, but you enjoy you enjoy most porn that you're watching, you've already bought into it. You're, you're just choosing what type of toxic masculinity and what type of uh, patriarchy you want to accept. But a lot of it feeds into the narratives that is it have been killing men for a long time. It's the power complex. It's, all, it's, it's, it's mainly yeah, no, about how men have power over women and how yeah. men can you know, dominate women. And that's that's why porn is so negative because then you translate that now as a married man. Oh, I'm the head of the home. Bam, what does that mean? I'm going to whatever. I'm yeah. going to X, Y, Z, my I wife. Agree. I do. I definitely do agree that porn is targeted to men. I definitely believe that men probably benefit more than women do in regards to porn. Um, in terms of like men being ahead, if the, if the woman who's married enjoys that, is there a problem with it? All right, what do you reckon? Obviously, you being a woman, if a woman enjoys um, 
being subjected, I don't, I don't even know if subjected is the word, but if the woman enjoys taking the inferior role within the bedroom, is that wrong? Um, without an example, it's quite difficult for me to understand. Are you talking about... A man, a man, a man taking all the control, calling all the shots, dictating what to do, how to do it. I, I don't know if I would... I don't know if I think that's necessarily a problem. No, I can't see why that would be a problem. It would only be a problem if, for example, the things that he is saying are really vulgar to the extent that it's borderline offensive and rude and if it wasn't in the context of the bedroom it would it would be really rude then yeah I think that's a problem but if not I can't quite see how that would be a problem but like it's we're getting into we're going down a black hole here because these things it's um yeah there's no rules and it's very, very techy. And as much as we can say it depends on individual preference, there are some things that I personally do not agree with and I couldn't justify biblically either. So it's just it's just difficult. I don't want to like give specific examples, but it's really, really difficult. Sex sex can definitely be a wild west. If if I now decide to sit down and try and, you know, go through text with you, biblical text with you. It's very easy for someone who who wants to do a particular thing to go, well, it doesn't outrightly express such. I could give you scripture and I could give you and explain some of the stuff that I've been saying to you before. But if you really want to do it, that, you know, that's you. And this is where I want, personally, I would want people who are listening to this to go, look, we have to be able to strike a balance between our, our carnal desires and things that please God. And I'm not necessarily saying that you have to pray and fast before every time you have sex, but just like the Bible says, those that are led by the spirit are the children of God. You have to, you have to think, okay, look, like in what I'm doing, like, am I, am I pleased? Am I, am I, um, is God being pleased with, with what we're doing? Are we glorifying God or as a man, do I want my wife to do this because because I I just want I just want to be pleasured and bounced, or I want to do it because I used to do this before I was married with other ladies, or I mm. I used to watch this in porn and I want to try it on my wife. Like you have to think about it's it's really about your heart's posture towards things. Yeah. And same as a woman, it's your heart's posture towards things. If it's not about if it's not about honoring the other person, if that thing has not come from the right place, then I can guarantee you more time that it's not going to be right before God. Because the Bible describes, the Bible even describes that there are things that you know you shouldn't do, but you do, and it's still a sin. It says that in James, I believe. So there are things that you have the conviction not to do, but because you've seen it or you've heard your boys have done it today, girls or whatever, and you're like, yeah, my wife must do it on me. But you know in your heart that that's not what you want to do. And that doesn't, that's not honorable to your wife, but you still do it. The Bible classifies that as sin. So it's really about our heart's posture towards God and our spouse as well. If we're honoring God and we're honoring our spouse and you feel like then, and you, you have no issues with, you feel like the actions you're about to take, tick those two boxes, then fine. I'm not going to be here to argue with you. But if what you're doing that goes against both of those things, you can you argue the Bible as much as you want. There's no point. There's no point of us having a, a serious conversation because you just want to do what you want to do, and that's fine. But then don't yeah. use the Bible yeah. to justify you yeah. doing that. When you mentioned about um, 
trying to recreate what you've done within previous relationships, I completely agree. That's like completely wrong. And it's uh, definitely a dangerous area to kind of end up in if you want to try and do something because you've done it with your previous partner or because you learned it from porn and that sort of stuff. It, it can get a bit dangerous because you can fall into a place where you can almost compare. I think someone mentioned it earlier, actually, or on a previous episode. I think I'm just going to make this two episodes. But um, trying to tr- trying to recreate what you've learned from porn or trying to recreate what you've done with, a, with an ex, for example, or a previous link can can definitely be a bit dangerous um, and you can almost fall into comparison. And if your spouse doesn't match up to the expectation, then the question can be, well, what do we do from here? If if um, Bonanley is not doing what Jessica was doing or <laughs> if, if Aaron's not able to deliver as, as Jermaine was delivering, and it, it, it can get a bit sticky and fall, in, fall into a position that you probably don't want to be. So that also contributes to why, like, porn and that sort of stuff is actually quite dangerous because we're learning we're learning bad things and then trying to make it good can be a bit of an issue obviously there's a thin line and from from the the vibe there definitely is a thin line with christians doing certain things obviously we know being specific to porn we know that yeah porn is obviously just wrong and we we know the 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 detriments that it can have onto our relationship obviously just just from looking at the dilemma anyway that we've obviously been dealing with so it's, it's definitely just an area where we, we definitely do have to be wise and we definitely do have to, to seek counsel. Um, I think it's definitely important that we obviously associate ourselves with with other married couples who who may have been in a position that we're currently in, but who have experience, who are definitely seasoned with grace, who are able to, to almost guide us through this journey called marriage because it's obviously not easy and we definitely do need each other to be able to, to iron certain things out. One thing I do like and I must appreciate, obviously, is the the ability to own up to not having certain opinions on certain things. Because um, I think, especially for you, Iman, being a pastor, it's so I can imagine it's so easy for, and I think I've said it to you before, mm. it's so easy for you to say certain things and people be like, well, pastor said it, so I can do it. Yeah, yeah. If pastor said this, then it means I've got the grace to be able to do that. Well, if pastor's doing it, if pastor said, then me too, I can do it. And then mm. it all must become the a thing where you're you're subconsciously placed on a pedestal or your opinions are placed on a pedestal mm-hmm. and then it allows people to do certain things, especially when it comes to controversial topics yep. like this. Yep. 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 Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Um yeah, we'll probably start concluding. Eman, prepare for, for a scripture. We'll ah, start concluding. Yeah, I have my scripture already, sure. So <laughs> when, when you're ready. All right, all right, give us give us some words of wisdom. You know, I don't, I've said a lot this whole entire episode, so I don't really have much to say to round it up, other than if you're a wife and you want that podcast, hit me up in my DMs and I will send it to you. <laughs> I think that's a good thing as well. I think we're, for the listeners, we're definitely available to obviously have certain conversations because I think it, it annoys me sometimes. And this is not even just about sex. This is about anything now. Mm-hmm. It annoys me when, when people say things like, oh, Christians don't talk about this or Christians don't talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> I go with you if I want to talk about this because nobody's willing to listen or nobody. And it's just like, hold on a minute, sister. Hold on a minute, bro. There are people that are here more than available. And I can I can probably speak for Eva and I can speak about Aura, even though Aura will try and run. <laughs> no, someone told me not to do that anymore. So I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I'm not going to run away. <laughs> Remember, mm. send me your cash up because I need to send them some money because I've been telling Aura for the longest, but you don't want to listen. Mm. I definitely think like yeah, we we definitely are available to obviously speak on on certain things, um, provided it makes sense. Like if 
if you've been single for 10 years, now's not the time to be asking about sex positions. Like, bro, chill, small. Mm. Um, I think, yeah, if you're definitely like in certain situations and also you're experiencing certain things, then by all means, reach out to any one of us. I'm pretty sure any one of us will help you, providing we've obviously got the knowledge, of course. And if we don't have the knowledge, we'll happily direct you onto the people that do. It doesn't mean we're not interested. It just means that there's probably better people that are more skilled or have more knowledge. Mm. Um, I've come to me, ask me for for questions or certain things, and I'm like, let me be honest, bro. I'm not your guy. Shout E, man. He's got the answers for you. <laughs> wow. I, I, I definitely think it's it's okay to obviously reach out to us, and if we can't help, we there might be somebody one phone call away from us that mm-hmm. might be able to help you with, you know, whatever the situation is, and that's not just on like porn sex. That could be, be anything because ultimately. We, we do need to obviously grow and, and learn together. Now, on the topic of sex, obviously, as we've discussed, there are so many nuances. There are so much semantics involved. Mm-hmm. Um, linguistics can be an issue at points. There are certain things where Christians can be an offence. One person is telling you, don't do this. Your pastor is telling you, don't do that. But then another pastor on YouTube in America is telling you, you can do this because <laughs> of X, Y, Z. So it's, it's definitely important that we, we, we do continue to have certain conversations. This doesn't now mean go on Twitter and start talking about sex all the time because... It's not every day, but I mean, on a one-to-one or in a group level, whatever level it may be that works for you, it's definitely important. We do have these conversations and you're not, somebody's not suffering in silence or you, you have thoughts, but you, you don't know where to, you don't know where to turn to. Just know that there's, there's people within your circle. And if there isn't, then by all means, hit one of us up and we might be able to help or um, discuss on a podcast or whatever, whatever it is, man. Just know that, you know, we got you, homie. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Obviously, you meant to, to share the, the, the open court, close court grace. Yeah, so um, the scripture that I have um, is in First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 3, 3 to 5, and it says, For this is the will of God, your sanctification, that you abstain from sexual immorality, that each one of you know how to control his own body in holiness and honor not in the passion of lust like the Gentiles who do not know God. And I think that that's just a beautiful summation of a lot of what we've been talking about today. Um, Paul is instructing the church there, look, and, and, and it's also a message to us as well, but, you know, in the context of the scripture, he was telling them, look, you've got to control your body. And Galatians tells us that one of the fruits of the spirit is what? Self-control. So, we control our bodies in holiness and honor. So in the, con- in the context of marriage, it's the same thing. Control your body, however you're feeling. If it doesn't honor God and it doesn't honor your spouse, then you've got to pattern your body accordingly and, and, and be, as Paul would describe, put your body on, beat your body under subjection until it learns. Um, and if you need to get the extra help from outside, get it. Um, not just harm yourself. It's not the harming yourself that he's trying to say, but he's talking about disciplining your body so that it, it walks in control. And then it says, not in the passion and lo- uh, passion of lust like the Gentiles. So those who are unbelievers. So there is a way that Christians must conduct themselves and there's a way that unbelievers conduct themselves and Christians must not conduct themselves like unbelievers. So that's why I'm saying, even with some of the things that we described in the podcast, um, as much as it, you might feel like, hmm, there's not, you know, this might not be wrong. Let's stop looking for legalities to behave like other people. Let's look for ways that honor our spouses um, and let's do that, that in the best way possible by educating ourselves. So there's, there's there will be resources. And over time, I guess um, we can share some of the stuff. Or as, you know, she's opened up her DMs to the sisters. So ladies that are married or on their way there, 
as in engaged, not on their way. <laughs> your boyfriend for like four years and he still hasn't said anything about marriage. That's not, I'm not talking to you. Um, no shade in all seriousness. Get at least get engaged and towards marriage, and we can we can pattern you. We can we can get you involved. And there's other materials out there as well. There's good good resources. And there's also people that you can speak to. So like I gave the example of HTB, there's the premarital course and then there's the, the marital course uh, for couples that have, are married and they, they've got they've got the they've got the content there on all fronts. So, yeah, man, be blessed. Perfect. Thank you very much, guys, for listening. Really do appreciate it. Remember, use the hashtag RTRW podcast. Hit us up via email if you want to share forth a dilemma that you want us to discuss email just as real talk real walk at hotmail.com that's real talk real walk at hotmail.com i don't sound confident because <laughs> i'm never sure if that's the right thing let me let me double check before i give incorrect information um Yes, that's correct. So real talk, real walk at homo.com. And for any dilemmas, feel free to hit us up. And then we'll happily tackle. Um, yeah, guys, again, appreciate you for listening. Appreciate you for rocking for rocking with us over the two-part series. On to the next episode. See you later. Sit back and relax, tell me what's on your mind.